0: What is your reaction time lately? Welcome to the Parable Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Zapchank, and today I am celebrating my 41st birthday, and I'm so grateful to spend it with you. I know some women are really freaked out about their age. That really doesn't bother me. I feel like I'm getting cooler and wiser as I age. So I'm excited to be here with you. A goal of mine this year for the Parable Podcast is just to share a little bit more about myself and hear about my own parable stories, some of my thoughts and challenges. And so don't worry, we're going to continue back with our guests next week. We have a fantastic guest lined up. But in the meantime, grab a cup of coffee, maybe grab a blanket, and let's jump in. The first thing I wanted to bring up today is the thought of like reaction time. And this is something that I've been working on for a long time. I remember one of my jobs out of college, I was working at the radio station where I met my husband. I was doing promotions. And what that means is obviously promoting the radio station at various different events. We do that on air as well. And every February in Chicago, there is a very large auto show that is in town. It's a great opportunity to be in front of a lot of people. However, as a promotional staff member, lugging things around McCormick Place, which is this giant convention center, is a true challenge. It's a lot of work and it's downtown. So if you're not downtown, it's just so much. So I remember one day I went into my boss's office and he had mentioned that the morning show at the time was scheduled to be there and it was very sudden. It was out of nowhere. Like they decided, hey, this Saturday, they're going to be there for And I just went off at that moment like, how dare they schedule this? This is ridiculous. I can't believe this. And I just whined and did my whole thing. And at that same time, one of the morning show gentlemen, he walked into the room. He heard everything I said. I was so embarrassed and just shocked. And he's just like, well, I guess I understand how you feel. And he was really kind about it, but I knew in my heart, like, I was totally in the wrong. After some deliberation and what to do and, like, checking my heart, I did go down and apologize to him, and I will forever remember that moment. And thank God he was a Christian, and he, like, understood me. He gave me such grace in that moment, and I did end up going to that auto show. (laughs) And I had a great attitude and I made it happen. But I think about that often. And I I think about our reaction time and, and how we respond to the people in our life. One of the first ways I felt like this was really important was when our kids were younger, if they spilled anything or something fell or broke, my initial response was kind of like a gasp. And the two kids would look at me. And kind of just like wait to see my reaction, to see how was mom going to react to this. And I noticed that after a while that they just kept looking to see how I was going to react. And I'm like, I don't like this. Because it's almost like they were fearful of what I was reacting to. And the things that were happening, I mean, we don't have a lot of things. I feel I'm very loose about the things that could break in our house. But just like if we spilled Kool-Aid Okay, if we spilled some milk, if we dropped some cheese, like it's really not the end of the world. So I had to slowly, and this was over a lot of time, just really be mindful of my reaction with our kids. And I think as they grow older, thinking about when they're telling me a story or I even overhear them talking about something with their friends. Sometimes I'm not hearing the full context and I have to be aware of my face even. So there's like so many ways we can react, one with our words, one with our face, because we want to be mindful and really have the whole story. And I I think I do this with my husband and I'm laughing right now because my husband is our editor. So babe, I'm sorry I do this to you too. You know how you just have this thing going on in your head. Someone's telling you a story and I either want to fix or react and I don't get the whole thing. And so I just kind of jump into it. And so I think that's so hard (laughs) because there's so much going on in our brains at the same time. And my encouragement to all of us is just, you know, maybe understanding the full context before we react And usually, if you're reacting in joy, great, all right, but usually when I'm talking about these reactions, it's more of like a shock or anger or like a distrust of some kind. And I think when we look forward into our relationships with others, just maybe when we're out in the community, we're at the grocery store, how are we being witnesses to one another if, you know, our immediate reaction is harsh, And unkind. So practically, how do you do that? For me, I mean, it was a lot of patience and time. And I'm not saying that I'm good at this 100% of the time, not at all. I think you have to be really aware of what you are feeling what's happening in that moment? Are you having a discussion? Were you stressed out about something at work or a situation that happened? And then it explodes and reacts onto someone else, someone that maybe is kind of like collateral damage. And so I think it's a process. We need to give ourselves grace. And just like the gentleman that gave me grace from the morning show, I think It is so good to know that God gives us that same grace because I can see even that reaction that I have with him time and time again, even though I know he is faithful. I know he is so good to me. I can still get a little snappy. I can get a little crabby, you know, when something isn't going my way. And so it's a process of releasing It is a process of recognizing what are we really feeling in this moment? I I know I talk about that a lot, but I think that's so important because it's like, what is underneath that anger? What is underneath the stress? Is it because the milk spilled or is it because something came up that day that you were unexpected and now that has resulted into something else? And so just recognizing those feelings and just being grateful to say, God, I feel really anxious right now. I feel really stressed out and I feel like I'm reacting towards you as like you are an accuser and you are making me feel shameful. And the reality is, and anytime we feel that, that is not God's personality. That is not God's demeanor. He is one who loves us. He cares for us. He brings us grace. And so if we are feeling shame or doubt or we feel less than. That is not of God. And so it's constant prayer. It's having those moments of like when maybe you feel like you're going to react to just take a pause, just take a breath and just kind of like recenter yourself before you react. It's a total process, but I feel like I've grown in that area and I'm still growing and I still don't like going to the auto show. (laughs) But now I know how to react. So that's my first thought for today. My second one is the word unencumbered. And I'm so grateful to be a part of Women Speakers Collective. This is an organization I connected with a couple years ago to go to a speaker's boot camp. And so this past year, I have had the joy of connecting these women locally and virtually in spaces where they can just really feel like they're seen and they're known. We have these things called catalytic nights. And so we have one in Chicago. We have one in Central Florida. And as we are building this, we're just kind of figuring out what this authentic space looks like. And so last November, we had an event and we were in this room and I just started reading this book, which I wouldn't suggest you. I actually didn't even finish it. It wasn't good. But there was a moment in the book where this girl was looking at her mom. They were on this boat in the middle of like the Italian sea and the sun was shining on her mom's face and she said she just looked so beautiful and she looked like she was completely unencumbered and i was like wow i wonder if my daughter like sees me like that do people look at me and think you are just unencumbered. And that really just means unburdened, that we have no load, that we are clear, we are unmortgaged, we are free of any limitation. And I just thought that was such a beautiful moment in the story while I didn't like anything else. But that one really stuck with me. And I had shared this with the ladies of just like, can you think of a time that you felt that way? How long has that been? You know, because we have so many hats that we wear. We have so much calling on our life and we all have different passions and things to do in our heart. But sometimes it's just really hard to live so freely. Matthew 1130 says, keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's the message version. And I actually I have that in one of our rooms in our home and I, I look at it often because I just wonder, am I living freely and lightly? That is what God has asked us to do. And yet I still feel myself being burdened. And that's, you know, emotionally, maybe it's just like a certain stress or just overall. Like I feel like we all feel like that some sometimes we have the weight of the world, or that we just have things to do. So we don't live a playful life. We don't live a joyous life. We don't live with silliness because we are weighed down by all of these things. So this is just a gentle reminder that he gets to carry all of that for us. And we have the privilege of being his kids that we can just rest in that space. And so I know a lot of people in the beginning of the year, they're like, here's my word, here's my resolution, here's whatever. You know, it is a season of hibernation. The world, in at least in the Midwest, is under a blanket of snow. It is cold. It is dreary. And as we come out of the holidays, it's it's a new year. So what is this time for you to like think through how can I be more unencumbered in my life? It's not about I have to do anything else. Maybe it's removing some of those things. But when we do that, we because we, we feel limited in that. We get to remove that burden and we can be free to dream. We can feel free to play, to be excited and to feel captivated by God. There's so much glorious life out there that I want to be a part of and I I want you to be a part of. And I think sometimes when we get into a relationship with God, we think, well, this is all that there is. And there is so much more. And I'd love for you, as you hear this, whether that is about your reaction time or feeling unencumbered, that this kind of just changes the tape in your head, saying, God wants so much more for you. I'm able to dream. I'm able to grow. I'm able to play. I'm able to be free. As we go through 2024 and beyond, there's so much more. So it's not about resolutions. It's not about words of the year. It is about how are you being captivated by God? So that you can be unencumbered to grow to how he sees you, how beautiful you are, how special you are as his child. So how do you do that? Going back to feelings feelings are just really big for me. I think it's just a perspective shift of recognizing these moments. So what are those moments when you did feel unencumbered? I'm trying to think of some for myself. One is I love sitting with a cup of coffee. I love going to restaurants with people I care about. I'm super excited. We have a game night coming up with some friends and we're just making pizza. That sounds great. I love going on vacations. I really do. I realized that this year, like I think it's just there's something special about that. Maybe it's because you get to be separate of where you are on your day-to-day. And I'm not even talking about like incredibly fancy vacations. Maybe it is just like a day trip where you go somewhere, you don't even have to buy anything. I mean, you just go look at stuff and just see what's in your area. Just the the finding of places is super interesting to me and there's so much out there. So what is that for you? And that's going to be different for everyone. I think how do we change our mindset to find these little moments in our life where we can truly be unencumbered, where we can lean in to the still small voice of God and saying, I just want to be with you. I just want you to experience life fully in this moment. So those are my thoughts for today. So I am grateful that you took the time to spend it with me, to connect with me or ask me any questions, or maybe you think of a parable idea for the future. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can simply visit daniellezapchank.com for details, or you can find me over on Instagram. That is where I am the most. And here are two reflection questions from our time together today. Number one, I'd love for you to evaluate what your reaction time has been lately. So maybe that's just for yourself personally with you and God. Maybe that's with your kids or your spouse or your friends or maybe even your coworkers like myself. Number two, what is something that gives you the feeling of being unencumbered? And how can you implement that into your life this week? Feel free to spread the word about the parable podcast. If you want to show your support for this podcast, simply share it with a friend. This is an easy way to help others discover these amazing parable stories we feature. Also, a huge shout out to my talented husband, Eric, for his editing expertise. That's going to be it for today. I appreciate you spending time with me. Remember, our parables serve as a reminder that God, He loves us so much. He wants us to feel free and light, and His reaction time with us is so, so good. We'll see you next week for more on the Parable Podcast.